QRQK.com. We had a great, great time in here yesterday. I don't know if the show was any good, but we both we yeah, both enjoyed we both enjoyed ourselves. And that show's available for you at WRQK.com. Pantone, I uh, dude, I have weird things going on. All right, what's going on with you? Um, so I've had a little bit of the chest pain stuff recently. Jeez. Not great. He's, no, that's not, not great. Because let's be real. I mean, you're 40 plus at this point. Chest pain could be a serious Yeah, problem. it could be a heart attack. Right. Very, very easily could be. So not only that, then I, dude, I didn't sleep well last night. Right. Like I, uh, I fell asleep early. And then I woke up really early. Like, I got up at one fifteen. Ah, that's too early. That's way too early. That's too early. And then, so then I spent two hours in bed just kind of, like, staring at the Netflix. Right. And then I kind of went back to bed around 3.30, which is no good, because my first alarm is set at 4. Like, I want to be up at 4. And so I ended up sleeping a little bit through that. And I, what part of what kept me up last night is, I don't know what it is, but from, like, my knee down... On my right leg, and essentially it's actually just like my calf muscle. From my calf muscle down to my ankle, it feels like I'm having, like, a, it feels like I'm 13 and I'm having growing pains. Like, remember how bad oh, that yeah. felt? Like, that's how, that's what my, that's what my calf muscle feels I like. I mean, I can remember, you're right, being 13, 14 as a teenager, 12 year old, I, I, I can just, just my body just hurting because I was growing so fast. But, dude, I, I don't know. I feel like I just WebMD'd it. That means you're dying. It's a heart attack. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's a leg pain. I think it's honestly, I, I, and I don't know anything about anything, but I, I feel like you know my my amateur guess is maybe I'm dehydrated. Oh, it's, uh, it's a possibility. I know sometimes your muscles and stuff will ache when you're pu- not pulling enough water in. And when it's uh, when it's when it's cold like this, people just stop drinking because it's not as hot. You don't feel that like that, right. you know that need for for water. So though it's a possibility. I don't know if the chest pain has anything to do with that, but you got a magnitude of problems right there. No, so I got a ton of them. Yeah, got a ton of them. We're not even getting into the mental ones. Oh. You know what I mean? Not even. <laughs> right. You know, you may have some issues of your own, and we're going to help you out every single hour on the program. We'll get you hooked up with a thousand dollars, help nice. you take care of any problems you got. So yeah. Nice. We'll start that, you know, pretty early this morning. Even if that doesn't take care of the problem, throwing a thousand dollars at something, it helps. It very much helps. So let me tell you, dude, if you suffer from confidence issues, let me tell you what you don't want to do, which is throw a photo of yourself up online. I don't know what you were doing yesterday, buddy. I saw that. And what were you doing? I, I, I had come home. I had... Yesterday, I went to the mailbox, and there was a box of stuff that I sent myself from Las Vegas, right? I was out at my mom's house for the holiday. My brother lives there, too. And so I was like, all right. So I, I, I took a box, put, packed up some of my old stuff, and then shipped it to myself, right. right? And in there was a photo of me and my brother at his wedding, okay? And I, and I just posted. I was like, so I posted the photo, and I said, look, I kind of like threw my brother under the bus for not being good at the golf thing there at Top Golf. Felt a little bad about it. And so, like, here's a photo where he looks all right and I don't, right? And I was joking. But then, like, do people just don't understand jokes in print anymore? Because, like, half the audience was like, oh, my God, you're growing a conscience, and I'm so happy for you. You're, like, growing up. No, you need to grow up. Like, dude, stop. I've had a conscience my entire life. Like, this is now not all of a sudden, like, now I like my brother. That's not what's going on. It was just, like, dude, it was self-deprecation. And then there's one woman that no matter what I do, I, she cannot be made to be happy. Might as well marry her. Like, there's, she cannot be made to be happy. And she just, like, she hates the way I look. And every time I post a photo of myself, she's there to tell me how gross and disgusting I am. Jeez. Now, what I found is funny is I got, I had enough time in my day yesterday to be super petty. So I yeah. checked out her profile. Her husband looks like Peter Griffin. And so it's like, lady, this is what you willingly attached yourself to. 
Like, ah, well, maybe that's a little bit of her, like you know, taking the uh, the, the frustrations of him out on you. Oh, maybe. You know what I mean? It's a very easy maybe. transference there. Maybe, maybe that's what's happening there. So as I was staring at the Netflix last night, I cannot believe I'm going to say this right now. Okay, but I watched something that the audience and friends of mine were like, "Dude, I'm telling you, watch this." All right, and I I remember you and I discussing it on the air, and I remember saying it doesn't even look good. But it's pretty good. Now, you'll hate it, okay? So, like, this is not a suggestion for Matt Phantom. Okay. Okay, because I don't. you won't like it. But if you're a fan of sitcoms, like, if you can turn on a TNT sitcom and you can kind of get down with those, dude, The Ranch on Netflix is pretty funny. I've watched parts of it, and I didn't like it at all. I thought, it's, I thought it was stupid. It's uh, Dude, uh, Like for me, it's like, if you like that 70s show, it's as good as that was. I like that 70s show. I'll watch that 70s show. I'll re- repeat on FX right now. I'll be like, yeah, sure, throw that on. But, dude, no, I didn't like The Ranch at all. I probably watched three or four episodes, giving it that chance, like trying to let, like, all right, well, maybe the characters get better. And I thought it sucked. See, I was watching like reruns of that 70s show with my niece in Vegas because that's like the show she's stuck on now, right? Like okay. she's kind of stuck on that. And so I started watching it. And I was like, oh my God, dude, like this isn't very good. Like I used to think this is good and it's not very good, right? No, it doesn't hold the test of time very well. There's some stuff that's still funny, but oh, no. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, as a whole, no, it, it, it's not the show you remember it to be. So like I, so I turned this on and I just, I found myself like watching it and enjoying it. Like, I can't believe that. But, wow. like, what's his name? The dad is wow. pretty funny. Like, Sam, is it Sam Waterson? I, I, no, Sam, um, um, not Sam Elliott. Sam, uh, you know, it is Sam, oh, Elliott. Sam Elliott. It is Sam Elliott. And then, so then, you know, it's got both the dudes from, like, well, two of the guys from that 70s show, obviously, Ashton Kutcher's in it, and then Danny Masterson, who's in all that trouble for, like, the raping of chicks, which, by the way, which, by the way, Danny Masterson is the guy that's making me think that acting totally is a complete and utter fraud of an industry. What do you mean? And let me tell you why. What did he play in that 70s show? A weirdo creep who was weird with chicks. And what's he play in the ranch? A weirdo creep that's weird with chicks. And what is he in real life? A weirdo creep that's weird with chicks. So are they really acting or are you just getting jobs and are you being typecast into roles that you can fit into? Well, there probably is a decent amount of that and it's like, well, there's a reason why you know uh, Danny Masterson fills that role better than Tom Hanks does, right? You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, yeah, I, I think there's probably, and there's probably. A I little, think it's less acting and more like, yeah, you're this dude, you're read this guy. This. Okay, and this is what we need you to do. Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised, dude. I really am. I mean, of all the things you could have told me, you watched and enjoyed. Now, if you just watched it, I'd have been like, well, yeah, Stansberry's pissed, whatever. But like, enjoyed it. I'm surprised. I really am. No, yeah, I didn't hate. Now, here's the thing. Enjoyed. We're getting carried away. Okay. Like, I didn't hate it. Stansberry doesn't enjoy anything. Like, I thought I was gonna <laughs> hate it, and so like, I was like, all right, well, it's. I mean, it holds up. With like a TNT like uh, comedy show, and I got to tell you, the use of the F word it helps. Like it helps make that show funnier. One of the things that they did good with it is they didn't gratuitously use it. It wasn't just like no. F this, F that, F F F F F. But yes, when you put it in there correctly, I mean, and and and, and that's how that's how swearing's supposed to be used as a punchline or an emphasis or something like that. Yeah, but, I mean, when punctuation, you it, right? When you use it all the time, that's yeah, the problem. Absolutely. And so I couldn't believe it. But I found now here's the other thing. Full disclosure, I'll tell you that one of the girls in the show, well, actually, two of the girls in the show are crazy hot, but I've always had like a huge thing for Alicia Cuthbert. And for those of you that don't know who Alicia Cuthbert is, she was the girl from The Girl Next Door. 
that movie where okay. like that dude where she's like an ex porn star, but she moves in next door to that kid and he like falls in love with her. She's like blonde and hot. Like I've always had a huge crush on that chick and she's in it. So like that makes it easier for me. And Sam Elliott's just enjoyable. Now Ashton Kutcher's Ashton Kutcher. He's just annoying. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought you hated that guy. I'm not wild about Ashton. He's annoying. But Sam Elliott is the, per- I mean, he was the perfect cast for that role. They're on like a, you know, they all, they're cattle ranchers and he's a dude that drinks whiskey and eats apple pie but hates everything else in life. He was the right cast for that. I was a little surprised he did it. And I guess maybe it's just one of those things where it's like paychecks are paychecks and, you know, I got I to gotta hit it while it's hot. But it, to me, it just seemed like a little bit beneath him, like a little bit like, I dude, agree. you're Sam Elliott. What are you doing? I agree until I watched it and I was like, oh, well, it's better than I thought it was going to be. So if it's going to be good, then, then maybe he just, Realize, oh, okay, there's something to do here. Yeah, enough commas in the paycheck. It's like, all right, yeah. Well, yeah, that will definitely help. Whatever, man. I'm interested to see what they do with Danny Masterson because they they knew about that and they agreed. They were like, hey, we're going to put out part four, which, by the way, I don't know why they're like Netflix is changing that. Every like part that they do is still 10 episodes, 11 episodes long. Just call it a season. Why is it part one part? That I thought that was weird. Like, I thought it was going to be like two episodes per part or whatever, and like that was going to be, but no, it's like super long, and I haven't gotten that far into it. But I, I found myself like, and I don't really laugh at sitcoms, but I found myself going, all right, there's a good joke in that. Okay, yeah. all right, I can get that. Like laugh out loud, like a little, no. uh, okay, all right. No, just no, no, again, dude, chuckle. I don't remember the last time I laughed out loud at a sitcom. Like, I just, you know what it is, too, is that I see jokes coming down right. the road right. from so far away that very rarely is a sitcom going to get me. Like, most of the time when you're laughing at a sitcom, it's because you didn't see the joke coming. I feel like, dude, the last, like, sitcom that really got me, and I'll still watch it and make me laugh out loud, is Seinfeld. Like, that show is still hysterical to me. And it's because, you know, it's observational humor, and I don't know, it's just, maybe that's what I like more. But I was surprised about the fact that, like, I didn't shut that off. Like, I kept watching it. I was like, all right, well, one more maybe. All right, well, one more maybe. Let's see what happens here. And I didn't necessarily hate it. For, and I can't believe it because people were telling me, dude, you got to watch, you got to watch it. And I was like laughing them off. But I was struggling to find something that I wanted to watch. And so I was like, all right, let's, you know, let's try a couple of these. And it wasn't the worst thing in the world. I also did something else yesterday that I could not believe I did. And I can't believe, not only did I do it yesterday, but I'm going to do it again probably a couple of more times this week. I ate something vegan yesterday. Really? That was. Who are you? What? Dude, what? I seriously, I ate something vegan yesterday that was delicious and might be just might be better than what than the version like the I don't want to call it the real version. The vegan version might be better. I'm going to tell you what that was after we give you this thousand dollars right now. Hope you boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Your shot at one rock one oh six nine. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 1069 online at WRQK.com. Every single hour on the program this morning and throughout the day, you'll get hooked up with a thousand dollars. We'll give you a keyword, you text it in, you get some money. It's awesome. It is awesome. It's good stuff there. I uh I just got done reading an email. That somebody sent me at stansbreakwrqk.com screaming at me pretty much, yelling at me, calling me an idiot because we had mentioned that Donald Trump tweet yesterday about his button. He's right. like, You're part of that fake news machine, man. That tweet's not even real. What? <laughs> I mean, do that. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't. If that's the argument, the tweet's not real. I mean, okay. I mean, the tweet's real. We, yeah. fi- we have figured that much out yeah, for sure. It's real. So you're part of that fake news machine. Okay. 
So You're right. I totally am. That's what the Twitter exists for, is so you don't have to go through the news and you can just go read it yourself. That's, that's right. the entire purpose of that's, it. It even says it. That's that's its whole that's his whole point with it. But whatever. Can't get bogged down with that. So yesterday I did something I I can't believe I did. And I hate to admit this about myself, but had I known prior, might not have done it. Okay. Okay. And I ate something vegan yesterday, and it was delicious. And as a matter of fact, somebody I was with chose not to tell me until I was done with it. So when we say vegan, we're talking like real vegan here. No milk, no butter, no... As far as okay. I know, okay. she that this is what she was telling me. Okay. All right. And she's not a vegan, but she will... She will eat vegan occasionally. She tries to like dip her toes in it. She's like, I, you know, I'm not going to cut steak out of my life completely because I enjoy it, but I'll try consciously not to eat stuff like that all the time. Yeah, I mean, and I think most people would probably do better. We've become very dependent on meat in this country where it's like the the star of the show every single meal where it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. No, probably not. And uh, I enjoy it and I would, oh, I, yes, I would, 100%. I would, I would, would rather have it. I'll never give it up. And so, no, me either. I just, I don't think I have that in me, right? And so, you know, I go to the store and I see it and I buy it and I'm like, all right. And I bought it simply for the calorie count of it, right? Okay. And not knowing that it was a vegan product. And so I get home and I, I finish it and she, you can just see like the S eating grin on her face. Like, she just has that look on her face, like, I'm about to tell you something and you're going to be unhappy. It's so weird, but, like, you know, I can understand why a a Jewish person is very concerned of, well, is this kosher or not? Or somebody that's concerned about, well, is there pig in here or not? But when it comes to vegan stuff, there's, like, no reason for you to be like, no, never going to cross my lips, never going to eat it, never going to enjoy it. But people do have that mindset of, like, where it's something oh, going to be gross. It's something dirty or it's something right. right. Like, it's, it makes you less than because you're eating it. And I'm just okay. <laughs> I had a friend once hand me a vegan chocolate chip cookie. Okay. And that was all right. Like it wasn't, you could tell it wasn't like, all right, this is a chocolate chip cookie, but it wasn't bad. So yesterday I'm sitting there and I'm shoving my fat face full of this product, right? And this product, and here's what I love about it, is that they don't advert, they don't necessarily advertise it as, hey, vegans, come eat this. Okay. They advertise it as a low calorie alternative to something that you love, which is how you hook a dude like me into eating something healthier vegan without like, oh my God, now I'm one of those. Right, 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 right. And it's this Halo Top ice cream. And dude, let me tell you, I got the peanut butter cup yesterday, and I even said to her, I was like, this is the whole thing as I'm eating it. Because <laughs> it tells you right on the front of the carton, right, how right. many calories are in the whole carton. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of it, kind of, is it's something that you can you indulge in. And you can, you can, you know, usually when you're on a diet, if you, if you have one bite of ice cream, that's it. This you're, is like, no, eat the entire eat the carton. Eat the carton of the ice cream. And so I'm like, is I'm just like eating, I'm like, oh my God, this whole thing's 320 calories. And there's something so satisfying about opening something up and then hitting the bottom of it. It really is. There's something like you almost feel accomplished in it so i understand why is that how the that? rest of you feel like I just, that's not special like i do that with everything i eat so like i don't i don't know what he's talking about but i had like the peanut butter cup halo top ice cream and again as soon as i hit as soon as you could hear spoon hit carton at the bottom there she was head just whipped around you know you just ate a vegan ice cream thing right and i was like i did not and she was like so she pulls out her phone she's like look idiot and she pulls up like their website and she's like, look, she's like, it, this is vegan ice cream. I was like, oh. I was like, but it's good. 
<laughs> she was like, yeah, Dan, there's going to be things that are vegan that you're going to like. I, 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 I mean, ice cream is at its essence, you know, milk. So I, I just wonder what they use in place of. Like, I don't want to know. What gave it the creamy consistency? You're not even interested. Don't I do that? I swear to God, you jerks! Don't do. Nobody tell me because I'm one of those. Like, if I once I find out, I'll be like, yeah, dude, not eating that. But like, it was so good. But it's not like they use like poop to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like what is it, almond milk or something like that? Or is it, it's got to be something. It's within the realm of food. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, dude, I bet one of the nut milk. Milks or something like it's that. It's probably one of the nut milks. I um, I, 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 and it's so funny that it's like, dude, you're saying to yourself, "I like this. This was within what I viewed acceptable as calories, so it's nutritionally like somewhat acceptable to it me." It was delicious. But just the fact that, and you're saying delicious. You're not even saying like, eh, "It was all right." Like, no, you said, dude. You, you said the ranch. Eh, it was all right. You know, better than you thought, but not like, "Hey, this is the greatest show on TV." Right. You're talking about this like you loved it. No, dude, gonna buy more. And 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 and, and if if it comes out that it's made with nut milk, you're gonna be like, nope, gotta step away. Well, now nah, here's the thing, because dude, like I'll buy almond milk. Like I I will buy that from time to time. I like their I like the almond chocolate milk a little bit. It's so weird that you know. I understand, like like I said, I'm not giving up meat. I'm not giving up dairy products. I'm not doing that. But I'm not opposed to eating a vegan product. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, this, is what, this wasn't an ideal. This was like, I want ice cream, right? but I don't want 1,500 calories. Right. You know what I mean? Or whatever it would be. It's probably three times that. So I got that one. I got the peanut butter cup. And she, what did she get? Like, I'm looking at all their flavors now. Because she got something else that was, like, pretty good. I think it was, oh, the sea salt and caramel she got. Now, that was good. Was not. Not as good as like the peanut butter cup. Right, right. Now, uh, so you're saying the peanut butter cup on par with like a Briars or a Ruggles or whatever. Like I really it, couldn't, it, couldn't tell the difference. Tell, but uh, okay, sea so, salt and caramel is like uh, I have had a better version of this. Are all of are all of their ice creams vegan or is it just these ones? As far or, as okay. I know, that's what they do. Okay. Like that, 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 that's what they make now. I know there's probably a vegan listening right now that's like, oh my God, that's vegan-ish. It's not vegan because dude, oh, yeah. those people start getting real strict about like what it is and what it's not. But dude, if you give me a carton of ice cream, a pint of it, at some of them, like, like the oatmeal cookies, only 280 calories. The one I had was 320, which is a lot of cal. I mean, dude, most meals, if you're going to diet and this and that, you want to be around 500 calories, 550. So a 320 calorie dessert is still a lot. Like, that's still a lot for somebody that's trying to lose weight. But it's like, if you give yourself that once a week, it's not going to be that bad. Like, you're going to be totally fine with that. Like, I couldn't believe, when she told me, I was like, why? And I was like, Here, here's why it upset me. I was like, you're trying, you want to ruin this for me. <laughs> like, you had like, I'm happy, I'm joyous, the smile's all over my face. Because, and so now you want to come like, rain, dude, what do bitches do? Like, they just want to <laughs> rain on your parade every chance you get. It's like, why can't you just be quiet and let me eat this ice cream? God, fans, oh, I'm telling you, dude, it was pretty good. Dude, get your woman on that. Right. Like, dude, I'm telling you, like, I, I'm telling you, it was really good. The peanut butter cup was actually really good. I was completely wrong on something. I do this a lot, right? Where I kind of, I love strutting when I'm right. When I'm right, I love telling you when I'm right. And I like being fair. So when I'm wrong, when I go out on a, on a limb and I give you a prediction and I tell you, dude, I'm telling you this is the way this is going to go down and I'm wrong, I like to throw myself under the bus. What happened yesterday? I was majorly wrong, and I'm going to tell you that story next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Another opportunity to $1,000. Happens at 710 this morning. Smart of the company handing out money like that right after the holidays. 
Not the worst idea. No, dude, you know how many people right now are like, son of a bitch, what did we do last month? That was a terrible idea. Half the toys already missing. Right, dude, kid hates In the it. garbage can, just playing with the box. Kid hates you? That was like my dad's thing. That was like one of Dean's things, is that, buy you all this stuff, and now you're staring at the box. That was like one of my dad's like stock phrases. Like, if he was a chatty Kathy doll, that would have been one of them. Because I own everything from the mailbox to the pond, Sue. That would have been another one. I'm going to write a book, My Life with the Three Little Pigs. That would have been in there, too. Like, like He had, like, stock phrases. He was always going to them. My dad was always in the wrong business. Like, he should have been doing something else. He was one of those. He just had phrases just constantly. But that was one of them after Christmas. Look at him. Look at him, Sue. Just chocolate-faced and, like, staring at the box of the thing we bought. Like, that was constantly my dad. I like being right. And I dislike being wrong, and I think that's probably true of most people. And I ended up being massively wrong yesterday. And I had made the prediction, not even once, it was like multiple times where I had like doubled down on it and said, look, this is the way this is going to be, watch, and this is the way it'll be, and no, I was wrong. And that's Sam Darnold, quarterback of USC, has officially declared he's going to enter for the draft. So did Josh Rosen out of UCLA, by the way. So now it's all going to be like quarterback watch. But I legitimately thought Sam was going to go back. Like I did. Like there were reports from his family. It kind of talked about how he loved USC, likes playing college football, likes kind of like being on campus, that whole thing. And when you look at who's the top of the draft board, not just the Browns, like maybe you don't want to go here. Maybe you don't want to do that stuff. And so like let's go back one more year. And he had been on record saying, Sam Darnold had, that the more passes you throw in college, the better pro quarterback you end up being. Which, by the way, that completely stands up. You go look at every quarterback in the NFL. The longer they play in college, the better pro quarterback they are. That is, it's not debatable. They've done, they've done the research for the, like the last 10 years, and it like stands up. And so I thought for sure Sam Darnold kind of struck me to be this kid that's like he was going to like follow suit there. Especially then when Josh Rosen kind of came out, you know, again, that kid from UCLA and said, ah, dude, if it, I, I don't necessarily want to go to Cleveland. I'd rather go to New York, I think is what he said, the Giants, which is funny. Somebody's going to pull an Eli to like unseat Eli, which is pretty interesting. So now the Browns have an opportunity here to grab one of these two quarterbacks. Most people feel as if those are the two guys to go get. I know there's like this, this underbelly of Baker Mayfield people. I just, do Baker's got that chip on his shoulder, which definitely benefits a quarterback. And I'm not going to go hyperbole and tell you Baker Mayfield's not an NFL quarterback, can't play the pro game, this and that, because I don't know that. I didn't watch enough Oklahoma games to know that, okay? I suspect that there's a little Manzellish stuff happening in here where his attitude I don't love. People want to point to the crotch grabbing of Baker Mayfield. To me, that's men competing. I think on any level of men competing, you're going to see that. I'm willing to bet if we went back and looked at every game, every snap, everywhere, we're going to find a little bit of that in Tom Brady. We're going to find it somewhere. Right? So I don't I don't necessarily hate the crotch grabbing thing. I know a lot of Buckeye fans hated the flag in like the middle of the OSU thing. I don't care about that either. He slayed the dragon. Nobody thought he could do it. There's gonna be moments of emotion like that that happen. I'm fine with all that. The video of him getting tackled by the cops I didn't love, because it's like, well, dude, that's outside the field then. You grab your crotch telling somebody else I'm better than you, welcome to competing as men. But Dude, getting tackled by the cops, like running from the cops, getting tackled. That part I didn't love out of Baker Mayfield. 
But I think Sam and Josh will probably be the top two quarterbacks to go. Now, you're going to have Buckeye fans like, I don't want Sam Darnold anymore because of what Ohio State did to him, right? Because he he looked not even, I mean, he looked below average. I'll be honest. I watched some of that game. He looked below average in that game. But I still think he's the kid. Yeah, and you're crazy to take one game, one performance, and let that be their defining moment, either for highs or lows right there. Like, if you're really looking at it from a a pragmatic viewpoint where you're going to want to see, like, What's what's his overall body of work is far more important than what did he do against my favorite college football team. Um, as far as Sam Darnold going back to uh, the NCAA, I'm sure there was a little bit of him that was like, dude, maybe I should do this. But and you're right, you know, the more throws you pass in college, or the more the more passes can't be you throw, debated. Right, They've done it, but 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 that doesn't necessarily stop the allure of millions of dollars. You know what I mean? And if you break your leg in that final year of college and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, son of a bitch, I should have done it. I should have done it. That'd be a very tough thing for anyone to turn down. It would from an individual level. Well, not only that, but he'd be the only quarterback in the country next year anybody cared about. And so we'd be overanalyzing every missed throw he made. No matter what he does or or Baker or, 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 or Rosen or any of these dudes, um, I just imagine if you're one of these guys who could go number one or possibly number four here with the Cleveland Browns, can you imagine that feeling of like despair in your stomach? You know how sometimes you you, you go into- yeah, but I don't think that's that that's not who Sam Darnold is, and that's why he's the kid because there is no despair in Sam Darnold's stomach about coming to the Cleveland Browns. That's why he's the kid because he wants that. Josh Rosen wants to skip it. I told you who Josh Rosen is. Now I know I'm starting this whole thing out by telling you how wrong I was, but Josh Rosen is Jamarcus Russell. Mark my words. He's got all the pro talent, can make all the throws. He's got zero, zero, zero of the work ethic. That kid will get his pro money and he'll sit and not do anything. You can talk to me about how his family has money, he doesn't need the money, I don't care. Everybody, once they get outside of their parents' shadow, you become who you really are. Josh Rosen will become Jamarcus Russell. I just feel that in my bones. And if I'm wrong about it, I'm not going to be ashamed about that. I'm in the live opinion business. I have to give you my opinion. So I'm going to be wrong from time to time. And I'm, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be worried about that. I think Sam Darnold's the kid because he wants the challenge. I, I would say in any other franchise, you'd have an argument there of like, hey, maybe I can turn this around. But he knows, we know, you're going to the Cleveland Browns. And like that's an exceptional case that you're walking into. You could walk into the New York situation and be like, all right, man, hey, they've been bad for the past couple of years, but I can turn this around. Yeah, but I New think y- with the Browns, I think you're in a different. We're in a different conversation. New York shouldn't be bad. That's miscoaching. Like you got a great wide receiver there. You got a pretty decent defense. There's pieces in and on the Giants team that the Browns don't have. Like so, the, the Giants situation is way easier, more easy of a fix than fixing the Cleveland Browns. But if I'm Sam Darnold, I'm looking at, at like, okay, well, dude, now they got a GM in Cleveland. And here's the other thing. I don't think the quarterback they pick next year or this coming draft, I don't think he starts. I think John Dorsey's going to do this right. I've I would said, hope not. I've said from the beginning, dude, he's going to go get you a veteran. He's going to go get you a veteran, and this is what Cleveland Browns fans are going to do. You're going to hear the veteran's name, and it's he's not going to be a world beater, and there's not going to be six championships attached to his name, so you're going to hate it. And you're going to do what Browns fans do. You're going to trash it. You're going to hate it. And then next year when they stabilize it, you're going to go, oh, all right, not the worst. I really do believe that. I, I, I mean, okay, that's the plan. 
My concern is, all right, so you go 0-2, 0-4, 0-6, How long is it until it's like, well, now our backs are against the wall and we got to put the rookie out there? You know well, what I mean? That, there's a possibility. It happens, all, it happens all the time. So, like, I, 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 I'll agree with you. I think that there is potential for this to be played differently. I still think walking into a team that's gone 1-31 over the past two years, that's a very intimidating thing for a rookie to do. Yeah, it's, dude, you never, I don't know, you never weigh ego into this ever. And, bro, you don't get to be the quarterback of UCLA or USC without having the biggest ego in the room. You have to believe you're the guy. That's why, dude, you and I can't put ourselves into that because we're not that guy. Like, you have to believe you're the dude that everybody in the world can depend on. Otherwise, you're never going to be the quarterback. And there's something about that that makes those guys go, oh, I'm the guy that can get it turned around. I'm the guy that can do it. And I think, like I said, I think Dorsey's going to go get you somebody who can groom Sam Darnold properly. I do think it's Darnold. I mean, they both went to the game. He and Haslam both went to the game. And he already came out and said, dude, he's taking Rosen off the board. Never was it never was in love with Rosen. And I agree, and I will not agree. I think that Dorsey feels the way I do, which is got the talent, kid doesn't have the heart. Doesn't have it. Again, do they ask they asked Josh Rosen, why do you play? Because I can. That was his answer. That's a bad answer. It might be a true answer, it's a bad answer. That shows me, dude, you're not, you don't have the quarterback mentality. You don't know what a quarterback should be telling the media. That, in today's NFL, is alarming. Alarming. I still think Darnold might be the kid. And I'm not going to let OSU's killer defense making him look just okay worry me. I'm, as a Buckeye fan, what I'm, I'm not supposed to think, the, dude, the Buckeyes are pretty damn good. Which, by the way, let's put Sam Darnold behind Ohio State's line and see how well he plays. You want to really go back and look at that game tape, do it. The guy never had time to throw the football, ever. Now, he may have that problem here in Cleveland. So if that scares you, that's a legitimate thing. And I'm not telling you Sam Darnold's can't miss. That's not what I'm saying. He's total, dude, the NFL draft gives you about one guy a year. Maybe, maybe one. So it's not that any of them are can't miss. But if you were letting me pick it, I'm, dude, I'm throwing Baker. Dude, Baker Mayfield is like a like pick seventeen. Like that guy's not a top ten pick. I just don't. I just don't see Baker Mayfield as a top ten pick. I don't see it. Remember, dude, everybody thought Johnny Manziel was going to be a top ten pick too. We got him at twenty two. That's where Baker Mayfield goes around twenty to twenty two. That's about where he is. Now more teams need a quarterback this year than maybe some other years. So maybe he might scoot up a, up that a little bit. But, dude, Baker Mayfield just seems to me like a pile of buyer beware. It just, I kind of like the Josh Allen kid out of Wyoming, but he's got, he's got completion percentage issues. And if you're not completing a high percentage of your, your, your passes in college, you're not completing a high percentage of passes in the NFL. They've done that study, too. It does not get better. It's like a president, right? Remember, everybody was like, well, once Trump becomes president, he'll start to act presidential. And what did that scientist came out that said, that therapist came out and said, that's not how it works. It doesn't, you, you don't learn how to be a president. You either have that or you don't. And that's how I feel about Rosen. It's just like, dude, he just doesn't, he doesn't seem like a quarterback to me. He seems like a punk, like a Jamarcus Russell punk. I have all the ability. I don't have to work because the ability will get me through. Darnold seems to me like the lunch pail kid. First one to turn on the lights in the morning, last one to turn them out at night. And that's what this franchise needs. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. Dan Stansberry. And his boy, Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 106.9.
back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Minutes away now from getting you hooked up with another $1,000. We'll give you your keyword. You'll text it in. You'll get rich. I like it. It's nice. I say this all the time. There is no rule that says you can't share that with me. Is there not a rule? There's not a rule that says you can't share it with me. Have you I'm looked, not allowed to win it. Have, I don't believe you've looked at the rule book. Have you looked at the rule book? All right. To be fair, I have not looked at the rule book. <laughs> but here's what I know. Is my idiot boss going to know you gave no. me? It, it knocked me off a piece? No. no. He ain't, he ain't going to know. Probably should not call that dude. No, not a good day today. Not a good one. Smart, intelligent, handsome, all those things. It is things. his anniversary. Oh, yeah. yeah so Happy anniversary, Let's be boss, nice man. Today. He's already got somebody that calls him an idiot every day he married her. Like, Whatever, dude. You? He married up. He can take a little razzing on his birthday oh, or dude. on his anniversary. I Most guys, like you and I, you know, it's interesting you brought this up because you and I both had the same, and I don't want to go too far here, but we had our Christmas party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we had the same estimation about one of the couples that was at our Christmas party. And it was, wow, did that guy marry way up, right? And you and I have had the conversation a couple of times since then, which is most guys marry up. My brother married way up. Like, most guys marry up. But yeah, dude, our boss married way up. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, good for you, buddy. I mean, like, pat yourself on your chubby little back right there. Give yourself a kid and re-drive. You just do it. (laughs) A little pat on the back there. Yeah. Sometimes what will happen on this program is people will like email in or message in via Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and they'll start bitching at me or bitching at Fantone because we'll weigh into like parenting topics and we don't have kids. And Fantone's always made the argument that it's like, dude, you've never been president either, but you want to give your opinion on that. Right. And what a great analogy. Right. That's a great analogy. Essentially, especially since when we're, what we're talking about having kids is something any idiot can do. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I know parents are all like, it's the toughest job in the world, except for the fact that everyone on we, the face of the planet has done it. There's like, no qualifications. You know, like, right, you just do it. We will let anybody in the world do it, right? Which I still maintain is nuts. Like, that's crazy, but whatever, right? But I understand why you guys feel the way you do about non-parental people weighing in now over this they're going to shut schools down because it's cold. Oh, like, geez. I just spent 20 minutes reading Fox 8 comments because, like, they were doing, like, a Facebook Live. I guess Scott Sable's, like, their weather dude or whatever. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, doing, like, a, like a Facebook Live thing now as a stand-up because apparently he forgot he's on television. And so you could just do stuff on, you know, television, but whatever. And, like, they're asking for people's comments. And you read this stuff? And then, sure enough, parents go, well, are you a parent? And they go, No. Like, I understand that you think you had to go to school every single day when it was freezing cold and there was snow on the ground, but you didn't. I didn't. I had snow days. Like, and and I we were talking about this yesterday off the air, Fantone and I, and I kind of feel like this is should be the rule of thumb now. Like, if we're going to close school because it's cold out, then how is not 10 degrees the line? How is double digits not the line? You get sub 10 degrees, we're done. Yeah, I mean, I understand, and people are like, well, they're going into the school, so it doesn't matter. But if you got kids standing out, you know, on a bus, bus stop, stop, you can't have kindergartners freezing to death out there. You can't, like, that's, that's going to be a bad look on any school district. You read this a lot, too, and I am one of these guys, which is why I'm going to expose you on, like, this time, this argument makes no sense. Wait till these kids grow up, and they got to go to work. Well, they're not going to be 11 when they do it, though. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be six years old when they're doing it, though. So guess what? I am prepared to do things as a grown man that I was not as a fifth grader. Yeah, that I don't expect a nine-year-old to do. I think that's a pretty fair... (laughs) I'll tell you what, then. I'll tell you what. By your logic, then, you sit out work today, and I'll send your kid for you. 
right? Because your kids, like your kids, ready for that now, right? I'll send your kid to your job. We'll replace you with your kid. Meanwhile, your boss is going to love it because he can pay your kid in cookies. And meanwhile, you want fifty grand a year to do whatever the hell it is you do. Right? Like, I just can't believe this stuff. Like, it's not, like, there is a legitimate, like, softening of the human people in this country for effing sure there is. But this isn't it. Like, one kid freezes to death on a bus stop and you're going to look insane. Well, and I also think it's worth noting that, like, there's plenty of things that we've evolved from. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so when... when They were allowed to hit me in school. Well, and when you went to high school, like, there was a smoking section. You know what I mean? And, like, no, of course we're not going to do that now. Of course we're not. We've moved forward as a society. And, like, yes, we've, like, all right, now we have more years of research on smoking habits and more, you know what I'm saying, of the negative consequences of them. So, like, it's it's not like... You're right. There is a softening of America. And I don't necessarily think that like just because though, just because you had something harder doesn't mean that you're this virtuous person that's like, oh, look at me. I'm so much better than these kids today. That's absolutely asinine. You want to talk about like, oh, virtue signaling and all quit quit patting yourself on the back. You think you're that much better because oh, I'd walk uphill. You're not even close. I'll tell you why it's worse. You're the same kind of person who's going to turn around and say to me, work harder or work smarter, not harder. Well, then that's what they're doing. That's that 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 is the extrapolation of that argument in the school here. And I will always go back to this as a guy who doesn't want kids. This is why you vote for school levies, yo. This right here is why you do it. Because then what happens is then every kid in the class gets an iPad and guess what they don't get when they don't have to go to school? A day off. Now you're getting English and trig and all that stuff via your iPad. But you won't vote for a school levy because F that, they're not taking money out of my pocket, stupid government. Like that's what happens here. But if you voted for that kind of stuff, we'd have iPads and kids wouldn't get the day off and then you wouldn't have to hate it. Now there's going to be an argument and and probably in the future that won't be as big of an argument, but there's going to be an argument that kids don't have access to Wi-Fi at home. You know, it's like... Well, I mean, there's plenty of dude, there's plenty of kids in Canton City schools that don't have Wi-Fi. Plenty of them. Yeah, at some point, that's yes. There's an argument in that. I think I'd be interested to see what the percentage of if it was. I think the percentage is going to be low enough to where we can do out of school days via computer at home. Like, I, I believe that now. In the future, I 100%. That's probably the way that it should be. I mean, like, and then you don't lose a day of it, and then you don't. But uh, this, and I, I don't know where the line in the sand is. And I know every superintendent decides on it differently. And, like, but when it comes to the thought of, well, are these kids going to be safe? Isn't that true to the heart? The most important thing that that, that superintendent has on his mind is that are these kids going to be safe? And if you're standing out at the bus stop at zero degrees, I'm sorry, that's not a safe place for a child. If you, let me get this straight. So you, from the comfort of of your driver's seat of your car, are going to post me how cold it is via your dashboard, and you're going to bitch about driving in it. But then I'm supposed to send a fifth grader out there in a scarf and a parka to stand out there waiting for whoever's driving down the street with a Paul Mall hanging out of her (laughs) mouth to open the sliding doors of the bus? You know, I mean, come on. Like, at some point, you just got to realize that all you're doing is, is dude, you've just turned into your dad. Whether you're just, dude, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, even though you got zero proof of that being the case. You got no proof of that. But you're just going to do that. 
I don't understand. Like, I'm not going to get upset about this. Like, I'm to do one kid freezes to death and the whole thing's for now. Now, can you make the argument of, hey, my local school district isn't good at this. They they decide arbitrarily when to call off and when to have on. Yes, that's fine. But that's different. No, because the, they all do that. Well, but I mean, that's different than the argument of like of like this as uh, this concept as a whole. Well, I'm sure there's some school districts where it's like, God, every other school district closed and we didn't. Why didn't we close? Oh, well, I, that I yeah. get that. I really do. I'm sure there's imperfections in the system, but that doesn't negate the concept of it's too cold for kids. I saw yesterday kids in Canton City Schools and McKinley High School in particular were saying heat was not functioning in the building. Everyone was sitting around in scarves and gloves and mittens and all that. I know they're still open today, but I mean, that's just what I saw on social media. To me, 10 degrees is the line. Anything sub, you know, double digit temperatures, keep them at home. Now, where it gets tricky is what do you do about childcare and, you know, you both got to go to work and this and that. But again, what do I always say about being a parent? If you didn't think there were going to be pitfalls in it, you weren't prepared for the decision that you made, not only for you, but the decision you made for all of us by bringing more people on the planet. More Sansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword cash to 200-200. You'll get a text. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. You know, everybody's all, you know, Thinking about the Browns right now because the parade, no one yeah. sixteen, and that. All, which, by the way, we had uh, the parade organizer Chris McNeil on the program. If you missed that, you can podcast at wrqk.com. He was a good interview, dude. Like he was just easy to talk to. Good dude, you know. Yeah, he and I have been friendly for years. I uh, I enjoy him. I'm not necessarily a supporter, but I'm not one of these guys that's going to go crazy and hate on the parade either. Like I don't get the anger about it. I can disagree with it and not have to be, like, be pissed about it. I can't believe I can say that about myself. I was going to say, what is going on? You're eating vegan food. You like the ranch. And now you want what? Halo Top ice cream was legit. It was. It was legit. For a vegan product, it was like damn good. All right. Like, honestly, no, I don't even want to say it like that. Like, it was like, I didn't even know it was vegan until I got done with it. And then a girl I was hanging out with was like, "Um, yeah, I just totally tricked you into eating vegan. Of course. With your witchy ways. <laughs> yeah, the peanut butter fudge had nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's the women and their scams. They're always like trying to get their hooks in you and get you to do what you don't want to do. But the Browns, uh, not the Browns, the Cavs played the Celtics last night, did they not? Indeed they did, and, and it, was, it was not good. They did not win, right? They did not win. All right, this is going to be one of those times where I tell you, I think this is what LeBron wanted. I think... Personally, I think LeBron and the Cavs can win whenever they want. And I think he wanted to lose this game because he's a drama queen. And he loves being talked about, whether it's good or bad. That's who LeBron... Dude, he's shown us that. We're 15 years in. He's a total drama queen. And I think he wants that that conversation. Oh my God, maybe in a seven-game series. Boston, I don't know. Got Kyrie. And I think this is... I really do believe... That part of this is LeBron helping the league out because last year it was the guy sitting games, the TV rating, and all this stuff. And now LeBron is doing the NBA a solid and building you in storylines inside the regular season, which we all know does not matter. There's no league more than the NBA where the regular season does not matter. Yeah, I mean, 
there's, you know, over the last three years, Cavs Warriors just felt inevitable. So to add some intrigue during, you know, what happens in the East, what happens in the West. I mean, that definitely helps. Um, Boston's still a pretty good team and better than what I had given them credit for at the beginning of the year. Um, Their defense is really good. Um, I I don't know if LeBron wanted to lose, but I think he was okay with losing it. It's not like like he came out last night with that, like, fire in his belly, with that look in his eye that he was just going to come out and do it. I think much like the Warriors game on Christmas, fans put a ton of premium on these things. Um, But I don't know if number one players necessarily do. And I don't know if it's necessarily that great of an indicator of what's going to happen in April, May, June. Fans care about this stuff because back in the day, these matchups mattered. Because because guys like Michael and even Kobe, say whatever you want. LeBron's better. Dude, LeBron is far and away a better basketball player than Kobe Bryant. But if I were drafting a team, I would rather have a Kobe Bryant type player. I want a killer. I want a guy that can't stand to let you win. A guy that can't stand losing. And Michael and Kobe both have that. LeBron doesn't have that. Michael was never going to look into you and be like, yeah, dude, I've been in the league long enough. I don't care about losing. Like he was, dude, LeBron said it this year. Kobe and Michael were never going to say that. Ever. They were killers. They threw daggers in you. Kobe put up 60 in his last game ever. That tells you who Kobe Bryant is. Right? And I just think there's part of LeBron now where he's like, dude, none of this stuff matters. I'm going to get trashed either way. So let's build some drama in this because we, the players, told the league, the TV networks, and everybody last year that this part of the season doesn't matter. And what happened? You got revolt from the TV networks, from the commissioner, and from the fans. And so I think now this is LeBron going, all right, I'm going to meet you guys halfway. Does the fact that LeBron has not sat out all season and has put forth the best season of his career kind of fly in the face of that, that he's not, you know, I mean, he's trying to win these basketball games. He is. Okay. I think he could have won last night and didn't. I, I did. They, could, they should beat Boston handily. Without Gordon Hayward? They should beat Boston handily. That's, I mean, dude, they couldn't even, when they had Isaiah Thomas, they couldn't compete in, in the playoffs. But now all of a sudden, dude, you get Kyrie Irving, whose numbers aren't as good as Isaiah's, and now the Cavs can't run with him, even though we took Jay Crowder? Like, I, dude, it's just, like, it's starting to, like I always say, I don't know if sports are fixed, but men are fixed. Men are fixed, and I think there's probably a little bit behind the door, closed door meeting of LeBron. You got to give us some drama here, dude. Like everybody knows you're the greatest player in the league. Nobody's disputing it, except for a little bit of this KD argument, which is crazy right now. It's definitely KD's future, and he's definitely like the next guy for sure. I don't think he's overcome LeBron right now, and I think that there's some of this built in where he's just like, you know what? Doesn't matter if we win this game or not. Which again, I. I that's why the NBA, honestly, until it gets warm outside, I don't even care. I don't even care because they don't care. They don't care about it at all. There is no other league where the regular season is like piss poor and does not matter like the NBA. It just doesn't matter. And so I just think there's a little bit of this where it's like, all right, dude, let's build some drama here so we can dispel the part of what I'm saying, which is that it doesn't matter. We'll start to build in that it matters. We'll build in storylines. Give me some drama. And I think that's what he was doing. Now, were you on board with Isaiah Thomas telling the Celtics not to give him a video tribute? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can understand why you would feel like, number one, certainly since you're not playing, but like, I understand why the Cavaliers cut the Kyrie Irving tribute. It's time to move on. You had great memories there, and like, but I mean, are, are, are you going to be thrilled? Is your ex, is your girlfriend going to be thrilled when you're like putting up pictures of you and your ex? Of course not. So like, I can understand why you'd want to step away from that. I well, do. I mean, th- that analogy doesn't really hold up when the fact that it was, as soon as he entered the arena last night, they all stood up on their feet and gave him a standing ovation. So your ex-girlfriend does want to see you. Like, that's what flies in the face of that. I mean, dude, that, that, and actually, that's what made me happy to have Isaiah Thomas last night. When I saw the reaction that guy got just by walking out of the court and they knew he wasn't going to play, I was like, ah, dude, this is like, dude, this is a good guy to have because he obviously built that connection with the fan base by being authentic. And so far, I've been nothing but a fan of Isaiah Thomas since he's come here. He said all the right things. He's been doing all the right things. Honestly, if I had a kid and he was playing sports, Isaiah Thomas would be one of the guys they pointed at and be like, why don't you follow that model just a little bit? More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning Ever! Kent's Rock Station. Rock 1069. Rock 1069. I just watched a 19. Is it Cleveland 19 News now? I'm going to get their name right. Action News. I don't know what it is. About man. how fast frostbite can set it in on your hands when it's right. this cold outside. Yeah. I'm all right with if the kids don't go to school. Now, I know Canton and Maslin both have school today. But I know, like, up, uh, up north a little bit, like Brunswick called off for like the rest of the week and some stuff like that. People just were online just like flying off at the mouth on it. I think down here it's going to be uh it's going to be warm enough today so I'm not surprised schools aren't closed but tonight when this cold like push comes in and it gets like to 0 degrees wind chills below like I think negative 15 I saw tomorrow I can almost guarantee you that schools won't be in I session mean, there. I'm all right with that. I don't Yes, I had to go to school when it was cold outside and so did you but you know what like they also used to hit me in school. And, dude, if an administrator hit your kid in school today, you'd be freaking out. Ah, but you are some people right now like, man, you need to bring it back. Ah, those people don't have kids, I think. I don't think, well, I don't know. There's bad parents out there, I suppose. But, oh. like, we can't trust these people not to bang my kids. I'm going to put a paddle in their hand, that let them beat true. them now. That is They're true. They're going to get to beat them now? Like, okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Whatever, dude. You're eight years old. Cut open that Star Wars. What was it? What was the, the thing that Han Solo or Luke scooted up it's into? It's the Tauntaun. The Tauntaun. Cut open the Tauntaun. Warm up, idiots. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Jeez. There's this video that's gone viral out of Michigan. And... This is one of those things where people are going to see it and go, oh my God, this isn't right. And look, we shouldn't treat people this way. Because a homeless man was turned away from a hotel. And the guy had the money for the hotel room. But if I'm reading this right, he didn't have, somebody gave him the money for the hotel room. But he didn't have the ID. And nor did he have a credit card. Well, I'm sorry, but rules are rules for a reason. You let this dude in this into this hotel room because he gave you the cash up front, right? And then he brings sixteen people into the room. They all like shoot up heroin. Somebody dies and they destroy the room. What then? What then? Now all of a sudden that the hotel chain's just supposed to eat that problem. And I don't. I'm sorry, but like, if I show up there 
and I don't have an ID and I don't have a credit card and I have cash, they're not going to let me go in there and I have a house. I, I don't mean, don't make this about the fact that the fact the guy's homeless. This would have happened to anybody that didn't have their ID or a credit card. I'm trying to think if I've ever paid for a hotel with cash in my life. When you I checked even, out, you, but you can't do it in the beginning. Yeah, anymore. I mean, I mean to like to like to do it in the front, but like no, I can't, you can't do it anymore. They I, won't let you. I, I I can't recall at any point when I've uh, when I've got in a hotel room. If I've you done can that. pay cash and walk into a hotel room, it's a place you don't want to stay. Um, right, 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 right. It's one of these, you know, one of these, uh, you know, quarterly hour, uh, you know, over on West Tusk, you know, motels there. Um, we've just heard that. We don't, we don't, we don't know we that. Don't, not, we don't, none in, in particular. It's just rumors. That, allegedly. That's what you're supposed allegedly, to say. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, and here's the thing is, I guess, you know, you know, you can say, well, on cash, it even says all debts, public and private, but they charge. But I mean, they take they have protocol in 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 place for a reason. I mean, it's not it's not like, hey, we don't we don't trust you to have the seventy nine dollars here to stay tonight. It's you're right. What it's are we going to do if you burn the place down? Right. What are we going to do if you take a dump on this bed and we have to clean it? And who's going to pay for that? Exactly. So I think once you put the word homeless in the title, people go, that's not right. But instead, this is what would happen to you. And I guess if you if if you're the person who decided like, hey, I'm going to give this homeless person the eighty bucks tonight so he can go stay at the Motel Six. Or good on you. Was, good on you. Yes, but you have to have a little bit more foresight to understand that like, hey, this guy isn't just going to be able to do this. I'm going to need to go run my credit card for this. I'm going to need to go. You know, I'm going to need to go put my ID up for it. And when that hotel says, all right, even if you're not staying here, you are the one now responsible for you know any you know additional charges if. This guy steals anything, anything like that. Well, then you're taking the responsibility, but you're just giving him 80 bucks. I mean, you should have known that like, hey, this isn't going to work out. This woman that posted said, I just posted because I wanted to see how other people felt about the situation. You need to talk to everybody and treat everybody with respect. Fine. But I also need to make sure that the rules apply to all people equally. Yeah, and the rules are there for a reason. It's not like this is like, no, this is like discriminatory against homeless people. If, if you're a restaurant and you won't give a homeless guy a cup of coffee, even though he already he's like, hey, here's my two bucks, then we've got an issue here. But that's not what this is. You're trying to make it, you know, something out of this. This is not a cash business. And, 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 and I know there was, there was a story that just came out, and it was very comparable to this. A homeless guy went in and started asking for like, hey, can I have a free cup of coffee? And everyone's like, oh, we'll give the guy a free cup of coffee. And it's like, no, you can't, you can't just start, just because somebody's in an, an unfortunate circumstance doesn't mean that they are you put milk out for a cat right. the cat's never leaving your back door uh, and, and you right you can't you can't as a business owner just start saying well you're in a tough predicament therefore i have to give you something no, no i gotta be concerned about the people who want if you tough if you as a business owner decide hey i want to give this guy a free cup Fine. of coffee god Good bless you. you but you shouldn't be shamed for not doing that this happened to me once as a matter of fact i forgot about this until just now but there was a time i was living in lakewood and I was in between jobs at the moment, and it was it was in the dead of winter, and my heat went out, like the furnace went out, and like all this stuff. So like there was no heat in my apartment, right? And at that time, I didn't have a credit card. I don't think, and I was like, I had canceled all my credit cards and all that stuff, and I had an ID and a pocket full of cash. And so I went to like an economy hotel. It was on Detroit Road in Lakewood, and uh, there's no need to tell you which one. And I walked in there and I said, look, I said, my, my, my landlord can't fix my heat for like three days. Can I just, pre, I just like, here's a couple hundred bucks. Can I just stay three? I just want a hot shower and someplace warm to sleep. And they were like, 
dude, no. Like we don't we, we don't know you. We don't trust you. Like we can't just put you into our rooms without without being able to pay for something that you break. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at other examples of of businesses that aren't necessarily cash. Like you look at Uber and if you call, you know, if you requested an Uber and then said to the guy like, "Hey, here's 10 bucks." And 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 the guy's going to be like, "No, that's not how this works. This isn't this isn't the the, the procedure that's in place." So I I, I can't blame the 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 hotel in Westlake for saying no to you because they don't know who you are. Right. No, Twitter's asking me to explain away a, a, a devil's advocate argument, which why do you need an ID to get a hotel when you don't even need to prove who you are to vote for the president is requiring an ID at a hotel uh, racist. No. Again, this is it's not necessarily your ID they need. They check your ID to make sure that that's the same person passing them the credit card that they need. The credit card is the requirement. The ID is just to make sure you're handing them your credit card. And it's not your right as an American to stay at that hotel. It's your right as an American to vote, right? I mean, yeah, no, there's those we're, two, we're talking two different things. Here those, we are. Yeah, those, that that's apples and like basketballs. Like that's a completely that's a completely different thing there. And I know it looks harsh. And so when you take the video and you post it on Facebook and you put the sad music behind it, all of a sudden now it's like the big evil. And I know, right? Corporations. I mean, they're just the worst, right? Even though we all work for one and the lives that we have that we all enjoy are funded by a corporation, but they're the worst thing in the world, right? No. Sometimes these things are in place to protect themselves. And also, by the way, it's what helps keep the price of your hotel room down is because they can pass off the money for the incidentals onto the person who was actually staying in the room instead of having to raise the rates because they constantly have to pay for something because we don't take ID and credit cards. There are systems in place to protect everyone, not just the big mean company. That's not the way it is. Sometimes these things are in place to protect you as well. Your next shot at $1,000 happens at 810 on The Stansbury Show. The Stansbury Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. A friend of mine, Rachel, who I work with at the Agora, just made me the happiest man ever. Okay. She sent me a... um, an article from like a business insider thing and it was looking like Cincinnati and Columbus were going to get one but if I'm reading this right now this is a little far but close enough for me it looks like Independence Ohio may be the next site for an Ohio top golf location giving me access to 24 you know not 24 7 but year-round golf there be pretty sweet. I hope that ends up being true there. Now, is this like a dome? I mean, is it like... Vegas was not a dome, obviously, because the weather's good there, but what they have is they have heated booths for you. Okay. And there's a there's a, there's a a heat unit right above where you're hitting the ball from, and then behind you where your tables are, where you, like, you sit and eat and have drinks in your booth, that's also heated. Now... When you're going there, is this just essentially a driving range, or is there something special to it? It's or a like... driving range with active games, and like okay. there's like targets out there, and there's lights, and that every target has mul- It's like darts, okay. Essentially, like there, there, there's the red target out there, but then there's rings inside of that red target. Do they have? Uh, they got like instructors walking around saying like, "Yo, Stansberry, you got to tighten up this." Or you can get lessons there, okay. but they just they the, if it's your first time there, like one of the instructors comes down and says, "Here, here's what you do. Here's the games you play. Here's how you switch it." Now go. Easy enough. But I now have a top call card now. And so, like, I won't have to go through that next time. I'm pretty excited. We're about to hook you up with $1,000 here momentarily, but I want to get through this first. One of the uh, quarterbacks that Browns fans wish you had 
is Carson Wentz. And again, I'll reiterate my stance. My stance was is that I was all right passing on Wentz because I felt like a $25 million quarterback wasn't what we were away from being good. I felt like he was the best quarterback in that draft. I know for sure I said it because I went back and listened to the audio. He was for sure the best quarterback in that draft. And he has proven so. Now he's hurt towards the end of this season. And, uh, but he had been playing at like an MVP level before getting hurt. As a matter of fact, they're now saying his team, the Eagles, with Nick Foles under center, will be an underdog in their first playoff game. They say maybe by, by 10 points or more. Jeez. It's the most important position in sports. There's no question about it. And it just goes to show you, like, if you are a quarterback away, a guy like that comes in and all of a sudden you are Super Bowl contenders, you know? Right. But if you're the Cleveland Browns, you end up taking Carson Wentz. I maintain it would look a lot like Matt Stafford in Detroit. You'd be better. You wouldn't be good. Right? But Carson Wentz is under fire now via social media. And I almost talked about this. I follow him on Twitter. And I almost talked about this when he posted it, and I was going to tell you, watch the outcry over this. That will happen. But I was like, nah, you kind of know that's going to happen. Wait till the outcry happens. And sure enough, it has. So he posted a photo, and it was a two-piece photo. Photo on the left, photo on the right. And it says, happy birthday to Mama Henley. We've been through a lot in this last five years. The best dog and hunting buddy I could ever ask for. On the right, it's a photo of him as a puppy, or she as a puppy. And on the left, full-grown do- full dog version, standing over what looks to be like a gaggle over those geese, ducks, or whatever he had been hunting. Now, if you follow Carson Wentz, and you know his story even a little, he's a huge hunter. That's what he does. That's his, that, that's his hobby. And again, where I mean, did he... I know he went to North Dakota State. I don't know if he grew up in North Dakota, but if he did, like, dude, welcome to hunting. Like, that's like, right. it's part of, like, life there. Right. Right? So, of course, now his followers are saying things like this. As a friend, I wanted to quickly highlight that a man, of, a man in your influential position might cause offense through the posting of your first picture. I support your sentiment, meaning she likes the fact that you love your dog. However, the context and content of that picture could offend, meaning the fact that you hunt. So Carson once had this as a reply, and this reply, along with his play, is making me really wish that they would have gone against my wishes and drafted him. Because this response, this is what I want. I appreciate that, but offensive and controversial, two of the main things I tweet about are Jesus and hunting. That's what I'm passionate about, and I'm never changing that. When you love something, you talk about it. You stay convicted about it, and you don't worry what others think. That's what I want my quarterback to do. As long as he's defending himself over something he should not be ashamed of. Now you start releasing sex tapes and that's your answer. Now I got an issue. But Carson Wentz should not be worried about offending you over the fact that he spends his time hunting something that's perfectly legal for adults to do. I don't under, but I knew when he did it. I knew when I saw it, I was like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? Twitter ain't ready for that. Twitter don't like killing stuff. They like killing off conversation. They like killing off the First Amendment. Twitter loves killing that stuff off. But they're not going to get behind you. I mean, I just knew this was going to be an issue for him. I, I guess when it comes to hunting with me, and I think with a lot of animal rights things, it's just so like... 
There's just, there's just. I mean, obviously, there's a, a million examples of glaring hypocrisy when it comes to people who who don't are, hunt. But let's go to the steakhouse right, for dinner. But I eat meat. I wear leather. I do all these things. Like that's that's where my real issue comes in. Is like. If you're going to try to be that person and you're going to try to say, we'll never kill an animal, then be that person. Right. But and, this and, is what I'm always talking about. People don't have and, the moral fiber to stick through the thing they want to bitch about. And I think a big part of it is, is like, if you're going to be a human on this planet consuming food at some level or another, there is blood on your hands. Like, there's no question about it. And I, I, I think that's why that, you know, like, if you, if you're a dude, I'm a vegan. I only eat this vegan ice cream. I only do this vegan lifestyle. That's all I do. I only eat grains and, and, and vegetables and whatnot. Dude, every time that field gets plowed, you are literally killing uh, scores of mice. Like 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 uh, an unfathomable amount. You're ruining entire populations of living creatures that are being told like tilled up into that wheat. And you think that like you think that there's no responsibility there, but all of a sudden somebody takes it upon themselves to shoot something, and now all of a sudden they're bad. You eat farm-raised chicken. You eat like industrial-raised chicken, which I do, and I have zero issue with. I don't feel guilty about it. But dude, this guy's actually going out there and killing that animal and having enough respect to do that where it's like with me, it's like, no, dude, just bring me a steak. I don't care how this cow suffered until this moment as long as I don't see it. And right. that's 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 uh, just glaring a box. That's who we are. Like Joe Rogan deals with this all the time because he's a bow hunter. And like he'll go out and he'll go bow hunting in Idaho and he'll kill something, but then he and his family eat it. And people are trashing him. Dude, do whatever you want with it. Hang it up on your hang it up on your house. I don't care. Like it's at the end of the day, animal lives just are not worth the same that human lives are to me. Like it's just never going to equate that way. I am a total hypocrite in this regard, right? Because if you leave your dog outside in the freezing cold, I think you're a terrible person and I hate you. But if you go sit in a duck line and shoot ducks, I don't care. If you go hunt deer with a bow and arrow, I don't care. If you go to a steakhouse and eat, obviously I don't care about that. But if you leave your dog outside, I hate you. I don't want you to intentionally cause harm to animals. That's not what I'm trying to advocate for. It's like, ah, who cares, dude? You know, punch an animal. Who cares? That's not what I'm saying. But, like, you just have to, you've just got to recognize that, like, your actions. Well, there's also a difference for me. If you chose to raise something as a pet versus something you were going to eat for nutrition, I expect you to treat that animal differently. So I think it's okay for you to take a bow and arrow and shoot something through its head and then skin it, eat it, or whatever. I'm fine with that. But you chose to raise a pet as if a, as if it was a member of your family. So leaving that dog or cat outside makes you awful. Horse, whatever it is, makes you awful. Because people always get me on that. They're like, wait a minute. So you're all right if dudes hunt, but you don't think dogs should have to live outside in the freezing cold? No, I don't. I really don't. And what was it, Toledo, where those two dogs froze to the porch? That dude should be thrown in jail, and the key should be, like, thrown into the ocean. They should never let that dude out. It's awful. But as soon as Carson Wentz put that, that tweet up, I knew. I was like, bro, you're one of the most popular guys in the league, and you're a good role model for kids, and people are going to attack you for this thing because you're not allowed to be who you are on Twitter. Remember when I told you about Kevin Durant? Why did Kevin Durant have six different accounts that he had to tweet from? Because if you, if you are who you really are on Twitter, the world hates you. Because that's a space where people go to lie and virtue signal and talk about how good they are and how much better they are than you, even though none of us are. God, that stuff is so annoying to me. Just let the guy, dude, the guy's a phenomenal quarterback and he's not hurting you. Just let him be who he is. And he's right. He talks about Jesus and hunting. You could do worse out of an NFL player. 
You could do a lot worse. Your next opportunity to $1,000 right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. ROCK. 1069. 1069. Welcome back to the San Andreas Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. Your next opportunity at $1,000 is 910. I'll tell you why I'm giggling a little bit. I was scrolling through some social media feeds during the Led Zeppelin there. Yeah. And I saw a guy pose this question. Can somebody answer me why every national and local show is talking about diets and fitness right now? I mean, bro, I'm just going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here, right? I'm going to guess because getting in shape has been the most popular New Year's resolution since the cavemen. Right. Since, uh, you know, the year zero. And since weight loss places and gyms know that, they also start advertising a ton right now. I would think. I don't know that. I would I would guess that that's probably true. I mean, even companies that aren't necessarily gyms or anything, they do start to flaunt their, like, hey, it's a low-fat turkey sandwich that you can get at this yeah. restaurant. And it's yeah. not necessarily, like, a, a diet, but, like, they know right now that everybody's got that you're on their mind. kind of watching it. Right. Yeah, you're kind of watching it. That's why. Speaking of, yesterday you are eating vegan ice cream. Was that, like, a shut the mother down? No. no? So, well, yeah, I mean, bit. since I got, like, what? I kind of made the decision in Vegas because, dude, I ate everything in Vegas. Well, how would you not? I mean, I ate everything there. And so I kind of made the decision. I was like, all right, dude, when you get home, like, kind of, like, dude, stuff's fit and snug. So, like, you're not getting into shape. Like, that that ship has long sailed. But you cannot be gluttonous. Like, there's a right. middle ground. Right, 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 right. And honestly, that's probably how you're going to find the most success, I would say, with most people. It's like, yeah, everyone wants to do, like, the new trendy diet and, like, well, this is the thing and I've got to cut back to X amount. And it's like, dude, if we all just stopped eating so much and maybe got off the couch, like, you don't have to just eat celery from here on out. Just stop eating, you know, the whole pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you can have two pieces of pizza, not the whole pizza. And so I was hanging out with this girl yesterday and we went to the store and I was like, I don't know why it's freezing cold and I'm not even an ice cream person, but I've been craving ice cream. And so she said, oh, well, watch. I know what to get. Right. I said, okay. I was, and I trusted her because I was like, well, dude, women always know about ice cream. So sure. like, yeah, let her pick what she sure. wants, right? And so she comes back with like that Halo Top stuff. And I was like, yeah, I've been hearing about that stuff. I hear it's really good. I was like, and apparently I was like, you know, she got me the peanut butter cup because she knows I like chocolate and peanut butter. And she was like, you know, this is only 320 calories for the whole carton. You can eat the whole damn thing. I was like, well, I was going to eat the whole thing no matter what. Right. You know what I mean? But like, and so then, no, I got to the end of it. And then that's when she hit me with the, by the way, I just totally tricked you into eating something vegan. So I'm like, no, that was not a decision, but it was so good that I will get it again. Wow, Stansberry, vegan lifestyle now. Nah, let's not get carried away. He's going to start sending tweets to Carson Wentz saying, you son of a bitch, I can't believe you're killing ducks, I'm a vegan. Owen Benjamin's <laughs> going to call me a soy boy, and it's all going to be bad. It's all going to be bad. No, that was actually, you know, that, that was pretty good, but like, I can't believe people are shocked and are wondering, like, well, dude, what, dude, I, I want to meet that dude and, like, spend a day with him, and what else don't you know? Right, like, a month ago, was this guy like, why is everybody talking about Christmas presents? I don't know about that. Scotch tape. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> He's like, that, that, use that, that stuff. That's the hot thing that you need right now. Speaking of the diets, by the way, and I didn't read this yet, but uh, according to an email that Fantone sent me, the best diets is ranking 
like the diets that are out there right now, and the hot diet from like la- the last two years, the keto diet was ranked absolutely dead last. Now, what is the keto diet? I don't exactly. I don't. I don't exactly know what that. What so, that one is. I, I'd be lying to say I know exactly what it is. To me, I've asked. Like, there's a guy who listens to us that's on the keto thing and has has his whole family on it, kids too, and he's been on it for for years. And he did. He lost a bunch of weight with it, right? And so I asked him once. I was like, dude. I was like, send me like some stuff. Like, send me some recipe. Like, what are you eating? And it seems to me like it's like it's a. Like a leg of the Atkins diet, where it's all like it seems to be high fat based, meat based, cheese based, which, by the way, are the three things that any good doctor tells you to avoid. I'm just looking at, uh, you know, I just Googled what is the keto diet. Do not eat grains, sugar, fruit, potatoes. Do eat meats, leafy greens, above the ground vegetables, uh, dairy, avocado, and berries, and stuff like that. So. I guess what this boils down to for me is like, I'm sure if you did this and you're like, dude, 30 days keto diet, I'm putting it into effect and I'm lose 10 pounds. Yeah. You're going to, I mean, and I think that's the case with any diet, but it's like, can you sustain that for a long time? And I think that's where most people mess up is like, well, if I just do this diet for a hundred days, it's like, no dude, eating is a lifelong thing. You're going to have to continue doing this. My trainer always told me, Dan, you're not dieting. You've changed your eating habits. Like if you if you call it a diet, you are going to fail. It's not a diet. This is not a temporary thing. We're changing your patterns. And back then, I did a great job of it. I mean, I used to be a total gym rat. I was in the gym four days a week, two hours minimum, all four times. I mean, I was a monster gym rat for a while, and it just it, it just went away. It just was one of those things. It just became hard to do, and I just didn't want to do it. Now, apparently, the Mediterranean diet tied with the Dash diet. The DASH is apparently the dietary approaches to stop hypertension. And that has held the top spot for eight consecutive years. It's the best diet out there. Yeah, they 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 put you on that like after you have a heart attack. Like that. Oh, is that what yeah, that is? Okay. Yeah, you know, and obviously that's gonna be a pretty hard Recommended healthy. to lower blood pressure yep, there. Yep. Um I uh, eat more veggies, fruits, and low fat dairy foods, they say. <laughs> and, and and to me Which is the exact opposite of the keto diet. To, to me, it just you you hear that and it's like, well, yes, that's so Evident that's Isn't it so moderation? obvious, right? I mean, like, oh, of course, stop eating processed foods and start eating more vegetables, and you're going to lose weight. But putting that into practice, I think most people know if you burn more calories, regardless what calories they are, you're going to start losing weight. But putting those things into practice, it sounds very easy, it sounds very self evident, but it's like, God, dude, I don't want to do that. I don't want to eat spinach. Like, where know. I always get screwed up, where I always fail at this. Is that I'm good for about three weeks and then I get tired of like the nine things I know how to make at home that are healthy enough. And then I'm, and then it's either that, I either get tired of like the nine things that you're actually allowed to eat, or then what will happen is boredom gets sets in. And I eat boredom away more than anybody you've ever met in your life. I think my problem is primarily is convenience. There's so many times I'm like, ah, I don't want to put in the effort to do that. And it's so easy just to go get in the car and grab something. Right I'm now. like that too because I'm a I, I live alone, right? And so you know, cooking for one person, grocery shopping for one person is very hard. You always end up throwing a lot out. You don't use everything. You want people to come over for dinner, you know that kind of thing. And so yeah, convenience will get me too because I'm like, ah, dude, it's cheap. Just go. And I, I also am one of these people. Like, I went to the grocery store the other day, right? And so, you know, the woman starts checking me out, and she's like, all right, you know, it's 150 bucks or whatever it was. And so I was like, all right, well, here's my card or whatever. And I started, like, then I walk to my car, and I'm like, you just spent $150. But yet, 
when I spend thirteen dollars for a sack of tacos at wherever, right? I don't think about it at all, right? But you do that ten times over and the course of that are. week, and it's like, all right, well, here we sit. And yeah. there you are. Meanwhile, I made like a pot of crockpot chili the other day. Probably cost me under twenty bucks to make, and I still have it. I've eaten it three times, and I still have it. So it's like your money goes way further in the grocery store than it ever will in a restaurant. You know what I mean? And so it's like, but I'm one of those people where it's like, dude, I can't believe I just spent one hundred fifty dollars on groceries. Yeah, I'll go spend one hundred fifty dollars on food. Won't think twice about it. Really, really, really. Strange. I think another issue is in, in Canton, Ohio, it definitely is an issue here. I mean, if we lived in Los Angeles, I think we'd all be different, but we all see each other and we're all getting fatter and it just becomes like, well, dude, I'm not as fat as that guy. Yeah, no, I'm Vegas kind of Vegas kind of shook me because, again, if you go to the Strip, that's like middle America, right? right. Because everybody right. in America's in Vegas and so you're just like that. Just Jim from Wisconsin sitting there just sucking down a drink. Right. right. Okay. But if you go into the neighborhoods of Vegas... It's the weather's nicer there. Um, the money's very competitive there. People try to like look a little bit better there. Like you feel fat as hell in Vegas. I believe it. I do. I mean, and I, do I, you I, lived in California? You know, right. you feel fat there, right? Luckily, when I lived in California, I was so malnourished and on drugs. It was just like, no, dude, he's super skinny. It's fine. But no, there's totally that. You go to different parts of the country. You go where there's a little bit different of a culture, and all of a sudden, it's like in Belton Village. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm all right. I'm doing good. But right. no, you throw me in LA. Right now, I'm like, dude, so uh, so fat. Oh well, dude, I posted that video at, at, at our Facebook page of me um, at Top Golf. Yeah, and it's also on my Instagram, Dan Sansbury. And I, I, there I was, and I saw the rotation of my body with that golf club in my hand, and I was just like, Ugh. bro, like I saw my Guns and Roses T-shirt pick up. And you can see part of my gut in the, in the follow through the swing, and I was just like, "You fat tub of lard! Like you have got to get your arms around this a little bit." And so I've been trying a little bit, but I'm not. I don't want to be a new year, new me person. No, because I do this. I'm not a new year, new me. I'm a every thirty days. I, I every night, you know, every thirty sixty days, I end up doing something different, and trying to get you know my arms wrapped around this. Corey writes in and says, "I had a heart attack. I asked two different doctors if I could do the keto diet, and they both said yes. I'm a year in. My Cholesterol levels are all normal. My blood pressure is lower and all that stuff. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, dude, you've personally done it, so I got to yield to you there. I think a part of a part of the thing there is, though, is that like, yes, there's always going to be outliers and there's always going to be things you can point at, but it's like most people aren't going to be able to sustain that. If you can, God bless you, dude. But when it comes to like, yo, no, you're just eating meat and cheese, it sounds great until that's the actual practice and you're going to be like, I don't want to Dude, do yeah, it sounds good until you, and because you forget how good bread is. And you have to keep in perspective too, bro, you had the heart attack. You had the rock bottom. Right. You had that punch in the face where most of us were like, I'm never happy. Having a heart attack and just sucking down tacos. Like I don't know, dude. It's been like four days straight. There's a chest hurting. Where I've been sitting there thinking, God. like, dude, like that doesn't feel good. And like, am I gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what's gonna happen? And I uh, I'm saying it like that. But unfortunately, in my head, it sounds more like, oh my God, am I gonna die? Like, thank God. Like, there's I dude, I miss food, man, already. I've been drinking nothing but protein shakes since I got home and vegan ice cream. And I'm already, dude, I'm like, dude, I just want pizza. Like, can your boy just have pizza? Like, why, dude, dude, why do carbs gotta be bad? That's how I know God's not real. Like, dude, if God, dude, if God was a real thing, I'm obviously this is a little sarcasm here. Carbs wouldn't be bad for you. God, I miss bread, dude. Bread is the best. We'll be right back with more Stansberry Show. Hang on. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock 106.9.
Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, online for EWRQK.com. And 910 is when you get hooked up with $1,000. We'll give you your next keyword. You text it into 200-200. You get rich. A G, dude. A thousand bucks. There's a comma in that. That's good money right there. That's two solid call girls. Oh, jeez. Two, bro. <laughs> two. I don't know, man. It's nice. It's a little Monday-Friday action for your for your nether regions there. I think, uh, I think you can get a better deal than that, but hey, man, you spend your money how you want. Uh, I feel like get what you paid for in the Fair. prostitute game. Fair. I feel like in that game, you get what you pay for there. Now, look, there's a plenty of ways to spend $1,000. Better than that one. Dude, I got good news for you. What you got? I must be talking about food more than normal. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. But, dude, our good pals at the local Subway just dropped us off a bunch of sandwiches for us to eat. Nice. Yeah, buddy. As I'm sitting here talking about how much I love bread, asking you shall receive. Here's some bread. Do you, uh, what do you got over there? What's happening? Well, dude, I, there's there's sandwiches over here, but you don't get to pick. I'm picking first. Okay. (laughs) I'm picking first, but, dude, they brought, like, one of the Italian BMTs, which I love that sandwich. So I'm going to eat that. But, dude, there's a couple other things. I think there's a turkey. There's a roast beef in there. And I think, uh... Ooh, my, I, that might be one of their new specialty things. I haven't opened it yet. I know they. Uh, I know they've got 4.99 subs coming back right now. So uh, I. Uh, I appreciate it, Subway. Thank you guys. Yeah, you no. got cookies. What we got? We got over there. We nah, dude. They brought the sandwiches. That's good. Subway. Yeah, that's. You know that. That was nice enough. We appreciate it. There might be some other stuff in that bag. Like I said, I haven't even looked. At it. I just saw. I, I honestly threw the plastic bag. I just saw BMT written real big on the wrappers. Like. Yank, that one's mine. BMT is a classic, too. It oh, is. so good. A little ham, a little pepperoni, a little salami right there. Your boy's in. You still know all, most of the recipes, oh, right? dude. You can get me behind the be, get me behind the line right there. How your boy. long would I have to put you by? Because if those of you that don't know, Fantone worked at Subway. Like, how long would I have to put you back there before you could, like, knock it out? Um, A day or two, honestly. I, I, cause at this Four point, years worth of radio. Can't <laughs> find it. A day inside Subway is a master of it. At this point, dude, I, I can guarantee you, man, I can get that I get that bread cut open. I can work any of the positions. I like doing the wrap. That was my favorite part. You wrap it, bag it, toss it down to the cashier. But, dude, yeah, I, I can get back in there. Sandwich artist extraordinaire. Nice. Well, yeah. thank you, Subway. We appreciate that. Shout man. out. Thank it's, you, guys. Uh, it's, uh, it is greatly appreciated. I am hungry. So there's a viral photo going around about a Canton teen, and yeah. this is a great story. Now, a lot of times I walk out of the studio and I always say, you know, I feel like I contribute to like the destruction of the world. Yes. And um, and that's part of what you know what our job is. But every once in a while, you get a feel good. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what we get paid for is to make the world worse. Worse. <laughs> that's a, actually it's in my contract. First line: if you don't make the universe worse, you're fired. Right. Right. So right. I'm doing a good job. Right. <laughs> like I'm not going to out of the park. But there's this great story. About this teenager in Canton, Ohio, I believe his name is Fred White, 19, and he was in line at the Goodwill. This is uh, like about four days after Christmas, the 29th, right? And he was buying like multiple coats, like like a bunch of coats. And so another guy in line, Jim Glasgow, snapped a photo of it and posted it to Facebook because they kind of found out what he was doing. And then Haley, Jim's daughter shared the photo of her Facebook, and I'm sure this is where this really took off at, because I'm sure she's got more Facebook friends than her stepdad or whatever, or her dad. It says, my dad saw this amazing young man buying $65 in coats for the homeless in Canton at the Goodwill. We don't know who you are, but you deserve recognition. Keep being an amazing person. So they caught up with the 19-year-old, 
who said, yeah, he's like, I spent about 65 bucks at the Goodwill, which is a lot of money at the Goodwill. Yeah. You can get a, what, what I mean to say is that, not that you shouldn't spend 60 but it's you can get a lot of product for $65 at the Goodwill. Yeah, even like a winter coat at the Goodwill is probably going to be 10 or under. So at that point, we're talking about, you know, uh, five, 10 coats here. Right. So I mean, decent amount. So he says, I went around the neighborhood and I gave a few coats away to the homeless. And then I realized I had to be back at work. So I stopped and I just gave the rest of them to a church and let them figure it out. Right. Dude, out of a 19-year-old kid, that's impressive, man. Oh, certainly. I mean, and, 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 and... These millennials, they just care about themselves and the Snapchats. Right. I mean, flies in the face of everything that you always hear, not only about millennials, but about, you know, people in Canton and people, in, you know, there, there, there's plenty of like, hey, this is this is a great thing that should definitely be celebrated. Um, I, I guess some people are probably going to have like the thought of, well, why should I even give to goodwill then? You know what I'm saying? Like, why even have that middleman? And uh, because the world needs a middleman, right? There, there is value to that because you're not going to do this every day, and goodwill does, and so like that's why you need the middleman. I um, I, I, I applaud the kid. Obviously, this it made is, me feel like a terrible person. This is a great moment. Um, why do you why do you say that? Because I I will do good deeds. I don't always talk about them, but I do. I try, I, and I always say this. I I'll give away all my money so I don't have to give away any of my time. I'm one of those. Um, but like I saw this yesterday, and I was like, dude, when's the last time you did something that nice? Like, here's this 19 year old kid going to work. My guess is he makes less money than you do. It's Probably. hard to do anymore, but 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 my guess is he makes less money than I do. And yet, this is what he's doing four days after Christmas. It's like, dude, I don't have $65 for coats. Yes, I do. I totally do. I got $120 for coats. And meanwhile, and as I'm saying it, I'll think, yeah, I should go there today after work, but I won't. And so like, there's, that's why I like these stories getting like spun around, because again, man, here's this 19-year-old kid doing the right thing, and it's making me think to myself, like, dude, I need to get on this more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly whatever, whatever inspires you to do something good, I guess, is, is, is a good thing there. I just, um, I, I, I know, I know you, that feeling of like, well, am I doing enough? But at the same time, like, I, I, I don't think his intentions were, anyone's intentions were to like shame people no, into no, no, doing no, no, this. No, 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 And I, I guess I get caught up a lot with like this concept of like, well, you should never tell anyone that you did something nice. I kind they of, literally wrote the book you tend to live your life off of on Jesus doing the right thing. Yeah, and I, I, I just feel like at this point, like, I always get that Jesus wouldn't do it. They wrote the book, right. the whole book, right? And that was a big part of from what I understand it, a big part of the gospel was going out there and spreading the word and going out there and like pushing these yeah, ideals they out it. there. Yeah, they touched on um, that. So, you know, I, I think I get caught up in the like, you know, is that the right thing to do or is that not the right thing to do when it comes to like promoting things that you've done yourself? But I think honestly at this point, like screw that thought, screw that like, well, you do it quietly and you never say anything. And it's like, because at that point it is done in the dark and it is done quietly. And yeah, you positively impact that one person. But if you talk about these things, if you post about these things, if you make these things what you're most proud of and what you talk about, that inspires uh, uh, countless people. Yeah, I get this all the time where people are like, you're just looking to pat yourself on the back. And it's like, guys, yeah, I mean, well, maybe, but I always tell people when they, when they write in or they, you know, whenever time I post a picture about doing something like that, I always say, guys, I have a show that's named after me. 
How much more stuff do you think I need to feed my ego? You think it's my Facebook likes that does it? I've oh. been in the public eye for 15 years. And 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 I, I you know I think I think we'd both be liars to say that like well no there's not some like personal benefit to it because yeah it does feel good when people are like hey that was awesome of you and blah 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 but just because that's a part of the equation doesn't negate everything else. It doesn't mean that like oh well you should never do that because you got some level of yeah, satisfaction no, out of it. I get a lot of satisfaction out of doing my job every day. You know what I'm saying? By being the number one show in Canton, those things all add up into it. But you still cash the paycheck. Right, exactly. Like that's, yeah. So 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 just because there's some personal benefit doesn't mean like, oh, dude, the whole thing's for not now. Like take our giveaway, right? We give away $1,000 every single hour right. on the radio station. That's self-serving. But it's We're not- giving like, you $1,000. You still get the 1000 bucks, right? We get you listen, but you still get the money. So, and, and my dad would have said- and especially since the homeless and like food and that whole thing, hunger was like his big issue. Like my dad would have said, Daniel, there is no wrong reason to do the right thing. Like I could just hear Dean saying it and he's right about it. Now I will tell you some of these people who go out there and just constantly try, it can get a little annoying, but I think sometimes if you are annoyed by people posting about the fact that they're doing good, I maintain that it is partially, yes, you're annoyed by those kind of people, but B, I also think it's because it makes you feel like you're capable of this and you're not, you're not doing it, and so you feel shame, and so you then take that anger and put it on the person who you feel it. They're not shaming you. What's happening is you're feeling shame because you know you could be doing more of this. So shout out to Fred. What's, I mean, let's get his name right here again. Was it Fred White? Fred Was it White, Fred correct. White? Nineteen years old. Good on you, kid. That's awesome, man. We need more of you going around in the world. Nine ten, you get hooked up with a thousand dollars on the Stansberry Show. The Stansberry Show, Rock one hundred six nine. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock one hundred six nine. We're online at wrqk.com. Also, Facebook.com slash Stansbury Show. You can follow me on Instagram, Dan.Stansbury. I don't think you really do the, the Instagram much, Instagram dude. Instagram sucks, dude. I don't care about it. I tried to. I tried to, like, get on board with it and make it a thing, but I don't know. I don't take pictures, so I don't care about I it. I think it's my favorite social media site right now. At uh, Stansbury shows the rest of them, Snapchat and, uh, and Twitter and the like. It used to be my Instagram, but I got locked out of it and can't get back into it, so I had to create a new one there. And uh, I bring this up because I just posted a photo of one of the things my mom got me for Christmas. All right. And when I opened it Christmas morning, I loved it. Okay. And it was a little too big to put in my bag back home, so I, I mailed myself a box of stuff home from Vegas. And in it was what my mom got me for Christmas. And we've talked about this subject a couple of times on the show, and it's made my boss really mad one time before. So I, I, I want to be <laughs> sure. I want to be sure I don't do it for 14 minutes and 13 seconds or whatever it was that he constantly screams at me. But she bought me new golf club like head covers, right? Now, you don't normally cover all your clubs. It's normally just your driver, your three-wood hybrid, right? Your woods, essentially. And she got me Cleveland Indians club head covers. And on the base of the sleeve of it, it says Indians. But at the very top of it, it's got Wahoo on it. Now, I've kind of been a chief Wahoo guy. Like, I'm going to do it. I, you know what I mean? Whatever. But because of all the controversy and all the dust up of it, I, I don't know. Like I don't want to be at a golf course and have and have somebody like freak out. Like what I don't want is to get into a political discussion while I'm out there playing golf. And so it's like, should I have these things on my clubs? I don't know. Are you going to continue to wear gear with it? 
You know what I'm saying? Because if you walk into Walmart wearing it on your hat, why yeah. wouldn't you walk out onto the golf course with it, covering, with, with it covering your golf clothes? I mean, I have a, I have a snow stocking hat that's got Wahoo on it, and I plan on continuing wearing that because I like the hat. I And, and I again, I, I don't want to get too down, far down this rabbit hole. Like, you know, I lived in a place that was that was well populated with the American Indians, you know what I mean? The Native Americans. And I asked them, you know, when I was living in Oregon, because, I mean, it's a huge population there. And I said, does this shirt bother you? And this was, I mean, dude, five years ago, before it was like really a big, big story. And they were like, not really. Like, I didn't even think of it. Like, I walked in here and I ordered a beer and I didn't even notice. Had you not said anything to me about it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought about it either way. And I, I'm wondering if that's how it is mostly. And this is one of those problems that people cl- complain about on Twitter. And it's not really a problem. I don't know. But, like, there's part of me that was like, I. so I posted the photo. And as soon as I pressed send, I was like, oh, I'm going to catch backlash for this, right? Like, there's going to be people who are unhappy with me about this, right? I mean, I don't think it's the most pressing issue of, like, that the, the nation faces right now is like, well, boy, we got to take care of this. Um, in my mind, it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, I see your point there, and I can, I can, I can put myself in that situation. I wouldn't necessarily want to be a Native American that has to deal with that. So it's like, well, I'm just not going to wear Wahoo gear anymore. And like, that's kind of where I've been recently. It's not like I'm trying to like, nope, you know what we got to do is we got to get everyone together. We got to circle the wagons up and we got to get this thing out of here. Um, it, it, it's, I don't know. It, it, at the end of the day, it's, it is a sports mascot. So I get it. It's not the biggest thing in the world, but I understand where people come from being upset about it. Yeah. Like as soon as I press send, I was like, oh, did I just Carson Wentz myself? Did I just post a photo of something right now? I'm going to be on the defensive all day. I was wondering about that. It's pretty strange. I have a list here of four things. Four different things that your wife and or girlfriend wishes she heard more often during your relationship. Sometimes we like to do this. We like to dive in, kind of help people out, kind of help you like smooth it out. Sometimes I always say that sometimes like I'll have, you know, girls that I'm friends with and they'll tell me something like their boyfriend did. And they'll always just hear me say like, oh, my God, dude, guys are dumb. <laughs> They're just Sometimes guys, I always say this, guys get in the way of the sex that they all want the to be having. And it happens all the time. I have a list of four things that your wife and or girlfriend and maybe if you got both, wants to hear more often in their relationship that they're not hearing, and we'll give you that after hooking you up with $1,000 right now. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com. If you missed Chris McNeil, organizer of the Browns Parade yesterday in the program, podcast it right there. to come charge tickets for their game tomorrow night at the Civic Center. I can't believe today's Thursday already. It's weird, dude. It is, but it, it's it's the facts. Tomorrow is Friday, my friend. First Friday at that. Go out to the Canton Charge game. Maybe head out to Busman afterwards. I believe I'm going to be heading out for the first Friday uh, festivities tomorrow. The only thing I'm going to say is, dude, it is going to be frigid cold tomorrow night. I mean, yeah. you put on a jacket, but like, it's going to be bad. 
the plan is is to bring something very warm home with me. Okay. And so I feel like I'm gonna get I'm gonna go have a few drinks and then get wrapped up in that. Okay. Um, I will say tomorrow night one of the coolest first Fridays of every year. It seems to be the January one uh, because it's where they do the ice sculptures. So like outside of I think it's 12 different businesses this year. Uh, there'll be like a live ice sculptor. You get there at five o'clock and hopefully by eleven they're done with their uh, their thing there. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I didn't know they started that early. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the thing with First Friday. Everybody kind of looks at it as like, dude, it's just another drinking holiday. They um, they they have like stuff for families. Like I know the right. uh, the Palace Theater is going to play Frozen tomorrow night. Oh, good idea. Um, Obviously, the ice skating rink is going to be going hard tomorrow night. So like there's plenty of things for you to do as a family. Just because Stansberry and I use it as a reason to get drunk, that doesn't necessarily mean that's all that it is there. No, it's it's like two events in one there. Yeah. Like, like... I would say in summer, because the sun stays out later, from like 5 till sundown, it's like, you know what I mean, let's go check out the shops, and then once right. sundown happens, then you get drunk. Right. Now, sun goes down a lot, you know, earlier in the winter, but yes, it is It is two separate events there, yeah. essentially. I'm excited about that one tomorrow night, though. I have uh, I have not been out much lately. I need to get out just a little go bit. Go raise some hell. Yeah, a little bit. Look out, Ken. Yeah, so there's uh, there's apparently four things that you, that your wife and or girlfriend, depending on what you have there. Wishes she was hearing more in her relationship. Okay? Yeah, and I think guys are, I mean, I don't know what these things are, but I think guys are guilty of like, well, I said it to you once, and it's like, well, that's not necessarily enough. You know what I mean? Like, I always read this stuff, and I'm like, but who's doing this? And then next thing I know, I go over like my buddy's house who's married, and I watch the way he interacts with his wife. And I'm like, well, no wonder she's always pissed at you, dude. Like, if this is, if you won't lift a finger to help her and you're constantly judging her on the way she's doing the thing that you won't even do, then how is she not supposed to think you're an idiot 24 hours out of the day? There is nothing worse than that. Oh, boy, you are terrible at doing laundry. Well, get off your ass and do the laundry then. Yeah, that's awful. Like, Like, you're treating your wife like that. No wonder she hates you. No wonder she's pissed all the time. Right. Okay. So, one of the things they want to hear more is you may hang every painting crooked. But you're still pretty cute. Okay. So now, look, this don't take these as gospel. What did you you have to like extend these into like the actual kind of conversations you're having? Meaning, yes, you can acknowledge that she's not doing that as well as she maybe could, but she still is this to you. Okay. 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 This isn't actually like, yo, go home and say this to your wife. No, my no, 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 no. Like, what are you talking no. about? Acknowledging her shortcomings, but still giving her a compliment. Okay. I, I, I can sign off on that. Yeah. I wish my boss would learn how to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, tell me what I did wrong, but give me a little like attaboy a while you're back, doing it. A little bad out of no, the back No, instead yesterday it was just like, that was boring. You suck. Like, I was like, Jesus, All dude, right. like way to kid glove it. Right. right. But so. That's one of those things that women would like to hear. Yes, you may not be, you might not be knocking this out of the park, but you're still all right. Especially when it's something small, like petty, like that. I mean, it'd be one thing if you you're like, yeah, I know you're sleeping with everybody else on the block, but you're still wow. really cute to me. Wow. That would be like, Don't but do that. but when it comes to like, hey, hey, this is something that you're just not isn't your strong suit. That's okay. Okay. Another one of these here is I love how kindly you treated that bumbling waiter. Now, again, don't get caught up in the actual example. They're describing a character trait that you admire in your partner. 
and highlighting that and driving that point home will be huge. Because another mistake guys make, going back to the first you know thing here, is is the only way you compliment your woman is by how she looks. Right. Oh yeah. yeah like, yeah, dude, yeah. you got to you got to switch up your compliments. You got to keep them. Dude, you, you got to keep them on their toes. Tell her she's smart. Tell her she's funny. Like, tell her she's you know a hard worker, and it's just gonna it, that's gonna go so much further than like, hey, you know, you have a nice ass. <laughs> like for yeah. sure. I mean, she still wants that ass compliment though. Absolutely. Yes, but she. You know what I mean? You gotta, but you gotta work in. Here's some other reasons why I find you to be the best partner for me. I think with all that too, and, and a big part of the reason I'm really heavy on compliments is it reminds me. It, it kind of gives me that, like, well, yeah, she's awesome. Like, yeah, she's hot. Yeah, she's all these different things to you. And by saying so it quit out, masturbating loud, to the neighbor, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, there is. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. It, it's probably good for you to jog your own memory of why you fell in love with this person in the first place. That's not a bad idea at all. There. They say here another thing that your woman wants to hear a little bit more in their relationship is you get me more than anyone else. Apparently, that simple phrase is powerful, they say, for confirming how right you are together, meaning your partner will take pride in that. And the fact that you notice that, that, that they are the perfect unit for them. I remember, actually, I said this in front of your girlfriend to a girl I was dating once. We all went out together. And we were talking about the combinations of people. Right. And I remember saying to my girlfriend at the time, and I really felt this way about her. And I said, you know, we're both great separately. But like peanut butter and jelly, it's amazing once you smash them together. Right. And I remember your girlfriend just looked at me and was like, oh, because oh, she, didn't, <laughs> she didn't realize I had it in me. But, but that was true of that relationship. Like, I, I feel like I'm all right on my own. That girl was fantastic. But you put them together and it made a pretty good unit. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the sum is greater than the equal parts are there or whatever that whatever the, the, the thing is. I, I, I think that a big part of that and, and you, you have to like reinforce like that's a little bit of like, hey, don't forget about me. Like you love me. Like you chose me. Like I really do think that's, you you know, not only are you reinforcing that that you love each other you're kind of propping yourself up there too another one of these here and this is so easy so easy but this is where sometimes men are just kind of selfishly in their own world or they just maybe you didn't grow up with like you know seeing this kind of stuff in your household maybe but a simple phrase as easy as thank you for taking care of that I, i can't believe adults need to be told that don't you want that? Like, okay, so, you know, you go clean out the garage. You go take the trash out. You go mow the lawn. Don't you want that? And if you do want that, you have to give that. You, somebody somebody along the line is going to have to start that that push and, like, dude, yeah, tell her thank you. That that That's very self-evident. How, I was going to say that that's not a female-male thing. That's a human being thing. No matter who you are, no matter what your sex is, you're going to want to be acknowledged for having done something either for that person and or for your relationship. It, uh, it all goes back to dudes just getting their way all the time, Dude. just on a regular basis. All the time. I see it all the time. And there's times where in my life where, where I'll interact with my friends who are in relationships or maybe even married, and I'll watch them like kind of like converse with one another, and I sit there and think to myself, not to like stroke myself here, 
but dude, like I'm a pretty good catch. Right. Like I got a good job. Yeah. I do well enough. Mm-hmm. I'm normally pretty. I like I know some of you are like, really, dude, you're kind of mean. But like in my life, I'm not. I'm a total pushover. I'm a total softy as a person. Did you hear that drunk chick at George's on Friday <laughs> night? He's like, he's total catch. That's 100 percent what he is. I, no, but I totally am because I feel like I do a lot of this stuff very well. Now, with all that being said, I think it's very frustrating if you feel like, hey, I'm doing these things and I'm not being, uh, uh, you know, rewarded for. It. Or I'm, it's not being reciprocated, or whatever the case is. There, that can be frustrating. But somebody has to start this. Somebody has to be like the hey. I understand we have a problem in our relationship. Maybe if I did say thank you more often, maybe if I did remind you why we love each other more often, and and, and, and I guess if she doesn't respond to that or she won't respond to that, then you have evidence of a bigger problem there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. If she's like, who cares if you said thank you? I don't care. You know what I mean? Then you've got a problem. Yeah, communication issues are a big problem in relationships. I'm being told via Twitter that one thing I tell my wife all the time is that I would be a mess without her. And that's common. I always say about women, they are the BASF of women of human beings. They make men better. That's what they do. They just make the existing thing better. And that's what women do. But I would also say maybe that what a lot of women want is, dude, don't be a mess. Don't need me not to be a mess. Make sure you're not a mess. Make sure I don't have to make sure you're not a mess. Yeah, I mean, if you're a nightmare of a person, but to make the, you know, I, I, I get where he's coming from with that. It, essentially, it is that third point of, of, of what was it? Um, you get me better than anyone else. You're my best friend. Yeah, That's, it's a little. You're, you're, you're building that in there. It's adjacent to that. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. I have always said, um, and, and this was actually a piece of advice my dad gave me, and a lot of this show is based on stuff like that. And my dad used to tell me all the time when I was a kid, Dan, if a woman's trying to change you, run. Run. Even if she's trying to change you for the better, run. She's not the right one. My dad would always tell me, Daniel, the right woman, you'll change without her trying. Because you'll realize, if I don't shape up, this chick that's amazing is going to run out on me and go find somebody that's worth her, and you don't want that. He's like, when you start to notice yourself just changing for the better without there being a lot of begging you to do it, he's like, go to the jewelry store, buy a ring, put it on that girl's finger right there in that moment. And I always felt like that was really good advice, and that's why I've never done it. (laughs) More stands for his show right around the corner. Hang on. The Stansberry Show. All right, I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 1069. Your shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio alter ego. Now, text the keyword party to 200 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's party to 200 200. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here. When you get in a car accident, the first thing you think is, I can't believe this idiot just hit me. The second thing you think is, where am I going to get this fixed at? I want it done fast, and I want it done right. And that's where North Canton Collision comes in. No matter what type of accident you've been in, big or small, North Canton Collision fixes them all. You can call my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason right now at 330-499-5171, and those guys will be glad to give you a no-cost estimate on your repair. Again, it's North Canton Collision. The folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Your next opportunity at $1,000 will happen with Teresa. At 10.10, she'll give you your next keyword. You'll text it into 200-200, and you'll be $1,000 richer. God, I'm jealous of you. Yeah. I'm jealous of you. Yeah. I, uh, I could use 1000 bucks for sure. For sure, I think everybody could, especially coming right off the holiday. What a smart time of the year to be doing this. Just be nice, because then you could be like, all right, everything I just did, it's in the past now. You know what I mean? Like, moving forward from Christmas, starting off the new year on the right financial foot. Agreed. 
Agreed. So, Teresa, we'll get you hooked up with that. We have uh, Canton Charge tickets for you. We'll pass those out here momentarily. Uh, asking you shall receive. Yeah. Okay, so I this was about, I don't know, six months ago, I'll just guess. And I was talking about my love of all things south of the border. Yeah. I like the bell there. Yeah. And I said, but one of the things that, that I wasn't getting was that that awesome moment when you're driving home and you open the bag and you can start snacking on something between like the restaurant and your home. Okay, harder to do with Taco Bell. It's harder like, to do. It's not like crunchy tacos are very conducive to eating. Not necessarily behind the wheel of a right, vehicle, right, 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 right? You know what I mean? And so I was always like, they kind of need like that snack thing. like, And so they did like those dollar snackers and all that stuff. Yeah. And that, that did. You can eat that in the car just fine. I did oh, that. Okay, <laughs> verified. Yeah. Just, just you know, that, that you could do just fine. But the news is all over social media today. And I don't mean to bore you, but like there's uh there's they have these now. Apparently, Taco Bell is going to be giving you French fries and they're going to have like a a Mexican spice. I don't know what that is. OK, and I don't, I don't want to speculate, but it'll have some kind of like spice on it. And then they're going to right. much like the Mr. Hero model. They're going to give you nacho cheese to Ooh, dip the fries nice, in. Nice. Now, that's smart because I, now, don't whip the nacho cheese cup out and start doing that on the way home. But a little like reaching in the bag, grab a fry or two at the stoplight. I like it. I, I know it's outside the bounds of what you consider to be Mexican food, but what a good yeah, idea. I mean, dude, if you're standing by and saying no Taco Bell, just the purest of all Mexican foods. Come on, people. Um, I, I will say, you know, Taco Bell, I think, often gets, uh, you know, maybe the concept of. Well, just beef and meat and or beef and cheese and a tortilla, and it's all the same no matter what. But I feel like they're doing a pretty decent job of reinventing themselves recently. I mean, I feel like they did oh, those, the cantina stores they, serving alcohol in some of the stores. They did those chicken nachos, and I thought those were really good. Dude, those are legit. Yeah, good. I thought those were really good. Um, they, um, that crispy chicken quesadilla was good. The breakfast that they came out with, I feel mm-hmm. like Taco Bell breakfast is good. So they've done a good job of what kind else? of you all know, that dollar stacker thing they got now shaking good. the shaking the stereotype or the. Uh, you know, the, the preconceived notation of them that it's all just the same. Like, they've really moved it forward. I've been calorie counting a lot lately, yeah. but I always say the bell's going to get me. Yeah. The, anytime the bell puts something else out, I'm like, yeah, dude, that's me. Like, get me on that. And so I I could see, dude, the fries I got to try. But yeah, but here's the thing, bro, is I'm worried you're going to be like, all right, the fries are what's going to get me in there. Don't worry. That's going to happen. <laughs> then you're going to get in line and you're going to be like, oh, but look at the cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, my God. Look at the crunch wrap supreme. Oh, oh dude. Look, you know, the, I know you're a sucker for that double crunch wrap supreme. Dude, that crunch wrap. Dude, so perfect. Right? Everything's just folded <laughs> right there. It's nice. It's clean. Oh, yeah, dude. That place breaks me a lot. A lot. I'm always, dude, I, dude, the amount of times you'll find me at, at, on Cleveland Avenue and Canton South at that Taco Bell. Dude, seriously. I mean, it's a lot. No, you're going to undo all the good you did yesterday with your vegan ice cream. You're going to go do it in the Taco Bell parking lot. <laughs> give, give me some, uh, not onion, sorry, uh, french fries. What a good idea. Smart yeah, idea. It is a good idea. I like that. So we have some charge tickets. Let's pass yeah, those go. out. We'll take caller 18 right now, 1-800-243-7625. You're off to the Canton Charge game tomorrow night on First Friday there at the Civic Center. Aside from that, we're done for the day. Stick around for Teresa, 1010. She'll get you hooked up with $1,000. We'll be back at it live, though, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great day.